Well, let's go straight into then that state capture report and some of its findings and recommendations on PRASA. Of course, the final report issued last month and Chief Justice Raymond Zondo calling for a special commission of inquiry to specifically probe what unfolded at the Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa. Now, you'd remember that it wasn't the first report that uh, mentioned PRASA. In fact, there have been other some of the other reports dealt quite extensively with the issues that unfolded at PRASA. But what we see in this report is that um, the Chief Justice really brings together all of uh, the different evidence that he has heard and makes then his final conclusions and recommendations about where PRASA is concerned. Let me invite onto the show Dr. Mateta Mokonyama, who is an Impact Area Manager, Transport Systems and Operations at the CSIR. Good morning, Dr. Mokonyama. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, good morning, Kim. Meselan is the Chief Executive Officer of the African Rail Industry Association. Good morning to you and thank you for your time. Morning, Kitty. Morning to your listeners. You know, when we look at what the Chief Justice Raymond Zondo had to say about the state of affairs of, of PRASA, it really just paints a very grim picture in terms of questions of oversight, questions of accountability. And and I want to specifically um, read, and, and I think this summarizes it well, um, because, you know, what part of part of the report when it comes to issues of oversight asks questions, and it says there are two fundamental questions that need to be asked. First, can it be said that government leaders and, of course, the ANC leadership was not aware of what was happening at PRASA. Second, given what they knew and also what they must have known, what steps did they take? Those are the two fundamental questions that the Chief Justice asks in that report. The answer he gives is that the answer to the first question, which is, can government leaders and can the ANC say they were not aware? He says the ANC leadership and the then president and deputy president and other members of the top six of the ANC were told, at least in general terms, about what happened at PRASA. At best, they and other public representatives and public bodies stood by and did nothing while the Mulefa board attempted to fight corruption and bring perpetrators to book. And, and that is really, I think, a sentence that sums up what the Zondo Commission of Inquiry report, uh, the, the, the full conclusion that it took about why it is that PRASA crumbled, the fact that those that had a responsibility of oversight simply did not do anything. Dr. Mokonyama, when you reflect on why nothing was done, what are some of the answers that you can specifically point to because there's also the question of interest right who was benefiting where and part of what the zondo commission of report points us to is the fact that there was the 79 billion rand that had been paid from uh, one of the subsidiaries of Shifambo that was paid into the accounts of of the anc and that suggests that that's part of the reason why there was no political will to actually get PRASA back up and running and deal with corruption that was taking place there. 
Yes, uh, good morning, Casey, once again. Um, you asked why. Um, you know, when, when I started uh, my career at the CSR way back in 2000, one of the first things that we did was to write a book. Uh, we, I helped to, to write a book on crime and crime prevention, you know, on public transport. At the time, we did, you know, surveys, uh, you know, in, 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 in KwaZulu-Nazal, you, know, uh, you know, metro rail, um and we are asking, you know, experiences of passengers uh, in relation, to, you know, questions relating to uh, safety, security, uh, and so forth. And that book was published, was launched uh, in 2001, and that book painted a very grim picture at the time about the experiences, passenger experiences with, with, with security um, in the metro rail environment. And it was widely publicized. Um, so what, what, what happened thereafter, things got worse. Right. Um, so the, 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 the knowledge of the deterioration of the service quality has been there, but the response has not, you know, really been, you know, adequate. And and, and one has one can conclude from there that we we stop really caring. The, the the reason is that I think we we stop caring about, you know, people um, about uh, some of the most vulnerable uh, of, of of the people and started to look inward. Um, the, the, the report itself um, actually looks more at the symptoms. It's not looking at you know, some of the, the, the causes. Uh, and I think one of the main primary causes is that we, we really stop caring um, and we, we, we look more at you know, you know, self-interest. You, the the word care is it not something that go that goes beyond just caring because on on one hand you you have the systematic looting systematic looting of resources at Prasa um, and and that seems to have been done quite intentionally and you know. Uh, when somebody doesn't care about something, you can almost leave it in a state of neglect. But what happened at Prasa wasn't just neglectful. There was also intent when it came to why it was that, you know, contracts were being signed, irregular contracts were being signed, monies that were meant to go into maintaining infrastructure were simply not doing that. Uh, yes, Um I mean, it's quite evident that self-interest was at the heart of, you know, uh, a lot of what happened uh, in there. Um, and um, part of the part of the reason is um, that, you know, the, the oversight, the oversight bodies uh, responsible for, you know, holding, you know, um, you know, individuals, you know, executives, officials, the, the board were also compromised. Um, I think that the report goes into detail, read together with other, you know, other reports elsewhere, like the um, derailed, you know, uh, uh, report. It goes to show that there was a bit of slack um, in the uh, in, in the accountability in the accountability space, and therefore, you know, certain individuals could get away could get away with uh, what, what was happening. Uh, Mr. Kapo, let me bring you in here and, and have you un- unpack for us, at least in, 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 in your own view, why it is that, you know, you would have uh, uh, an SOE as big as Prasa being allowed to fail and literally have all of these oversight bodies, individuals 
not do anything about it, be okay with sitting back and watching um, the, the decay unfold? Um, thank you, thank you, Cathy. Um, if I can just maybe cover uh, who we are, we are an industry body that represents uh, OEMs and uh, operators in, in the sector and, and, and uh, component manufacturers, including SNME. And uh, we are also an export council that is supported by the, by the DTIC. We had worked with DOT on a number of occasions. But I want to start with, uh, you know, um, the, 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 who, who accounts, who has oversight, uh, and how board, a board is recruited will inform where the organization goes. And uh, so if you recruit uh, a board that does not even know the difference between a board and a nut, uh, that is uh, problematic. How do you then, as a board, give strategic direction when it comes to the, the business of Brazil, not even going into uh, intent or uh, negligence. Um, the, the, is the board uh, fit to hold that, that office? And are they fit to, to, to uh, lead brother, to, 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 to have a brother that is, um, that is functional? Because if it lets there, then the whole thing will, 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 will uh, crumble. Um, and accountability, and we found that most of board members in state-owned entities should actually be de- de- uh, declared, uh, uh, um, you know, delinquent di- di- directors. And um, it's, it's uh, I mean, the only uh, person that is to do in. But I think that there, there are a number of uh, board members that should be de- delinquent uh, directors. And the fundamental issues in, in, real, in real life is that what you see at, at Brasa today, not uh, uh, then, um, because there's a, a period that was investigated, is that there's been a bloodbath. Um, um, not having the right leadership in place has compromised the, the, the economy, has compromised the industry itself, the manufacturing capacity, has compromised uh, I mean, the, the unemployment rate that you see. So if you have a, a board that cannot think that, uh, that are not visionary, that don't understand why they are there in the first place, it's, it's, a, it's a first uh, a, a, a red, a red flag. And, um, and eventually things don't work, don't, don't work out. Um, the state of the Prasa network as we have it today, it's, um, it's not, uh, we'll talk about in, in terms of negligence, pure negligence. There is no way that you have a shack in the middle on top of a track. Uh, that means that track was not used. Uh, there was underutilization of, of the track. Now we have uh, problems that we have to deal with that we should have been pre- presented if we had competent people on the board that understand the business of Prasa. Whether, it, um, for instance, you mentioned earlier on that uh, the fundamental issues about the, the ANC or any political party, my concern is that you don't want to have, at the moment, the political interference already at Brussels. But you don't want to have an ANC that will then do something uh, about uh, what is happening at Brussels. 
um, but rather the minister would have to uh, uh, take action uh, through the board if the board is not competent and fire the board. So uh, I'm, 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 I'm concerned about the political party doing something at, at Brasa where else there is that separation of, 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 of powers. Mm. Uh, the intent and the, and the negligence, yes, absolutely negligence. Were they aware that they're negligent? Probably not, because they don't know the industry. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, and uh, they were just appointed to the board without actually thinking about, does this person fit in with the organization? If I'm looking for, for a, a, a legal person, can I get a legal person that is, um, it, 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 uh, uh, has experience in the logistics so that understands the, the industry? to add value to the board. Um, the, we find that boards don't, actually, they, they know nothing about the, the, the first thing they do, they want to fire, fire the CEO. Um, and that leads to the, 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 the failure. And Kathy, when we uh, continue the conversation, I want us to keep in mind that uh, we should not be fooled that uh, this, uh, uh, um, the corruption ended then with certain individuals. Mm. Uh, the, alleged, the alleged corruption ended then with certain individuals. We still have problems in the industry today. How important is it for there to be an acknowledgement about why it is that things went wrong at Prasa, you know, especially if we are to pave a, a new way forward? Because when, when you know, you, you talk about... Um, the the involvement of of the governing party and and saying that you know you're skeptical about how far they should get involved um chief justice raymond zondo said because the governing party top six is responsible for those individuals that would have been deployed to the board they then have some liability they have some responsibility to bear as a result of the cater deployment policy so when you have a board member going to the top six complaining about the fact that the board is not doing what it needs to do um that you know the the company is dysfunctional that should have prompted some response about attending to exactly what it is that you're raising uh, mesela that they should be somebody who ultimately is able to bring in people that are capacitated, and that comes out of how these deployments are taking place. Yes, Kelly, um, I, I was still divorced from uh, from the ANC, whether it's the ANC, whether it's the DA, whether it's ESM, or, or the kids party. Mm. Okay, the the cadre deployment, they know how they deploy, and uh, but when when somebody is appointed to be a board member. And their responsibility in terms of the company's act is to, 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 the, the, to always act in the best interest of the organization. It's not in the best interest of the ANC, the DA, or any other political uh, uh, party. Their responsibility is to always act in their interest of Russia. Did they act in the best interest of Russia? And if not, what remedial action should be taken against those individuals? Because they say they are board members. If you don't uh, challenge them for not having done their work, then it means they can go and be a board member somewhere else and mess up again. So that you have uh, serial board members. 
So um, if you don't find them uh, wanting, if you don't find them that they are, are incompetent to, to, be, to be board members and at least comply with a bare, bare minimum uh, uh, governance procedures of the organization. But what you see, particularly at, um, at, at BRAS that we have seen, is that there's been a miracle round of leadership, uh, um, the CEO, uh, and there's been Hollywood, Bollywood, or Nollywood. Uh, there's always been an acting CEO, like we have an acting CEO uh, uh, currently. So it all talks to leadership. How can you have an acting CEO currently? Have you started the process with uh, looking for a new CEO? What happens to the, uh, 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 Mr. Matthews? So it, it, it all comes in that uh, their duty is not towards to the to the party, but their duty is towards the the organisation. And you can even go in the, into the King King Four King Five that um, uh, advocates for for corporate governance. So, uh, do we have a, a proper governance at this structure? Mm. Do they understand their responsibility and uh, and to put the organisation first? And if they fail to do that. Then let's find them one thing. Let's get them to be delinquent, to be declared delinquent directors. Dr. Mukonyama, when when you look at just the scale of corruption that um, was said to be taking place at Prasa, and as you heard Ms. Nklapo say, is still going on, do you think that we've been able to fully quantify exactly um, how deep the, the rot runs? Um, I think the, well, the, the chief justice or the, 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 the um, uh, chairperson of the um, of the commission does acknowledge that uh, there's a lot still to be to be done, and even recommends uh, that uh, you know there, there should be a, a special, a dedicated you know commission on 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 PASA. Um, uh, but again, I, 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 I would say the, the such a such a commission should be looking more at the the causes. And not the symptoms, and often conversations are around the the symptoms. Um, if you look at uh, you know the, the period around you know 20 you know 14 2015, uh, when the board of uh, you know um, uh, Dr. Popomole they came in, you know the, the engagements with the portfolio committee you know on transport, and look at the questions that you know parliamentarians were asking at the time. It, it was very peripheral, you know, those are peripheral questions. So you get a sense that um, the, even the, 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 the portfolio committee didn't have an agenda. So it, react, it was sort of very reactionary, um, reactionary to what was being presented uh, to, to, to the portfolio committee. It's only after Labour, uh, Sakau at the time, raised certain issues that, you know, um, then the, the portfolio committee came and, and then reacted. So there could be a lot more uh, in there, but because the instruments that we use to measure, you know, uh, accountability, uh, uh, you, know, you know, performance um, are, are, are not properly, you know, you know calibrated, All right. uh, we, we, miss, we tend to miss a lot. We'll continue the conversation with Dr. Mokonyama and uh, Ms. Nklapo after the latest 10.30 news headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation.
We're focusing on PRASA and we're looking at um, the state of affairs at that entity, also based on some of the findings that have come out of the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. I'll also be taking your contributions uh, to this conversation on 011-714-2006. The SMS line is 41391. Remember, those SMSs are charged at standard rates. Uh, Dr. Mokonyama, you know, you, you talk about the role that um, something like Parliament could have, an institution rather, like Parliament could have played when it came to oversight. Do you think that the challenges are fundamentally, that, that they have to do with the fact that th- these are difficult things uh, to understand, like uh, Mesela was saying, that you have a lot of people within, let's say, an organization, including the board of PRASA, that don't fully know how the sector works. And I wonder how much of that, if applied to MPs, would then also ring true and thus resulting in what today is called and described as a failure of of oversight, because you've also been reflecting on the quality of the work that was done by Parliament. Yes, um, I, I said that, that that's quite fundamental. You need to know what to look out for, uh, for you to hold someone, you know, to account. Um, if, if I come with a presentation um, to a portfolio committee, I mean, and I talk about all manner of things uh, and to deflect you, um, then and, and then you, you catch on that uh, we, we we can deal with very very, very peripheral issues, like it was the case actually. Uh, so you need to know what to look out for. You need to set the agenda, um, and then when when you when you engage, you engage with that lens. Uh, you know what metrics, what metrics to use, and those metrics must be about the people. Yeah, it must not be about you know um, you know self interest and making um, you know the, the elite uh, you know to, to to essentially thrive. It's about the people. How are you serving? I hear that in this region, this is what is happening. What controls are you putting in place? I hear in that region, this is what's happening, you know, in the week of, you know. So it, it needs to be about the people that you're serving and translate into that, into specific metrics that you measure and hold, you know, those who are responsible for delivering to account to those specific metrics. Uh, now, um, if, if you don't know what metrics to use, then it becomes a problem. Often, actually, what happens, is that, um, like Mr. Kapo is saying, uh, if, if you have an accounting authority who uh, does not know, uh, you know the business, you, you spend the next year or two trying to you know, understand the business. By the time you understand, you only have one year to go. And in those past two years, a lot has happened. Um, and then you know, trying to catch up, you know, uh, you've lost a lot of time. Um, so, so absolutely, um, you know, we want to bring the people that understand, uh, you know, their business so that they, they, they hit the, 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 mm. the ground, you know, running. Mm. Um, again, again, when when we look at the, the role and the oversight of, of Parliament and, 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 and Judge Zondo talks about how the Portfolio Committee on Transport have not covered themselves in glory. And he says the most strident criticism must be reserved for the ANC members of the Portfolio Committee. And he goes on to explain how these members 
Zimbabweans were actually at the forefront of blocking accountability at Prasa. So it seems that there's no way of avoiding the way in which politics ultimately flows into not just who is appointed to what position, but also the levels of accountability that those individuals who are in those positions then will be held to. Ms. Ella? The, 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 the rot is, is deep, is uh, very deep, and, and still continues to... Uh, the, I'm not, uh, the, the, you know, the board has its roles, but where you get a proper, proper uh, 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 corruption is at the operational level. If I can give you an example, if you take in your car for a, a, a service, um, you, a service advisor will phone you that, you know, I need to replace this part, this how much it will cost, and then um, you agree or disagree uh, uh, on, 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 on the recommendation. Um, we, we have uh, specifications that are changed to suit a certain supplier. Um, we have uh, specifications that are changed, and even the, 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 the supply chain person cannot explain. Um, we have supply chain people that you don't know the Public Finance Management Act. We have um, uh, 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 supply chain individuals that are, are not um, that are not technical. So when it comes to adjudicating a tender, it's not the, the, the cheapest that that you should buy, and uh, if you lack the knowledge. To, to, to adjudicate and act in the best interest of, of Raja to carry its, its, its mandate. It's problematic. What we see now is a, a, a Raja that is well, now trying to, to recover, but over time it became an investigative, uh, it's almost as if it was a, 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 a special SIU where the board will come in, suspend the CEO, and say that the CEO is not performing. Uh, as a patient within, uh, in ICU, then you call in a, a car mechanic to come and fix the, 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 the patient. And then after six months, you say they've not performed. So that means that the board itself does not understand the business, uh, and, and, but it runs far deeper than that. Some of the problems that we, uh, we, we, we're looking at is that now there's a big contract the general overhaul contract for the, we call them the yellow bones, the, the old fleet uh, that is currently being, being used by uh, Bratton. The way that uh, decisions have been made, uh, uh, some of the tenders are, are awarded to, to people that don't even have facilities. And um, that is a problem. Those that have facilities to properly and, and efficiently uh, uh, deliver a, a, a solution to the process, did not get awarded to the, the tender. In some cases, uh, we believe that the preferred supplier will get the information upfront to pay the tender, and by the time, by the, time the tender goes out, uh, they would have done their work already. And uh, I, as Mosilla Pitua LCD, will be given two days to, to submit a, mm. a tender. Mm. So, operations. Uh, it's where there is core, core, core corruption. And uh, you can't have 
somebody that is just a, a, a supply chain and going to make a decision about buying an, an engine. And the, uh, on the oversight committee, the, the, the oversight committee cannot just sit there and, and, and wait for a report. They must do their own work, you know. If my, my son or my daughter has said, I've done the homework, you better bring that homework to me and so that I can see it. So they just take in what they've been told and, 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 and see that as truth. And, uh, and then they criticize. But if they can uh, extend their mandate, to go and find out themselves that whatever is being reported is it true or not. If uh, certain things have not been declared, who also will not declare that. All right. Uh, but they will, they can extend their mandate to, to do the fact-finding mission for themselves. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you just to pause it there. We're going to take a quick break. I'll also take uh, some of your calls after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. Let me go to Brian in Cape Town. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Hi. Uh, hi. I just want to, you know, besides the enormous looting that has taken place within Prasa and, and all other SOEs, um, another disturbing fact to me is that the lack of, uh, well, in fact, there was a, a virtual blackout in the media about a, re, a, a court case of the torching of these trains. Now, that to me is very, very crucial because they, it indicates to me that there's also been an orchestrated ploy to destroy the rail system by outside, a third force, another force rather. And that, and the, one of the, the um, criminals was handed down a 20-year sentence in the Cape High Court. Mm. And during this trial... He, it was revealed by this uh, person that was convicted to 20 years that he was representing the minibus taxi industry. Now, this is another thumb suck on my part. This has been revealed um, in a court case, in, in fact, two court cases. But there's been a total blackout in the media about this. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether the government... Bri- Brian, I must beyond. say, I, I'm not aware of that case. When did it take place? It took just about over a year ago. Okay. Uh, there was two individuals that were caught, and uh, the high court in Cape Town handed down this judgment of 20 years sentence to the one. I, I didn't. Uh, I don't know what the sentence to the other one was, mm. but uh, those are, are issues which can be easily established. Um, but this, to me, is crucial because it, it also points out, besides the looting that is taking place by the the, um, certain members of the ANC leadership and their cronies, there is also another force in active. And, you know, this comes as no surprise to me. I've always believed this. And um, But uh, the, these are the type, if we want to solve the problems of rampant crime and, and looting and those things, we should pay attention to these matters. You know, like, I mean, uh, guy, there's, there's a third force operating, another force operating, and destroying the trains. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, uh, look, I, I don't think that, the, that that can be denied, Brian. You know, I do. Maybe it's just about how you reference it. You'll say a third force. Others will say, well, it's pure criminality. But uh, there's certainly people that are working overtime to steal and destroy this infrastructure. Yeah, maybe my usage of the word third force is a bit uh, strong. But uh, there is a force operating 
Um, you know, whenever there's looting or, or certain sectors of the economy which is destroyed, the first question that comes to mind is who benefits from this? Mm, mm. So if you ask that question, who benefits from this, then you get the answer. All right, Brian. So, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, look, the, the, this, but this is all typical of the, the uh, capitalist system in crisis. You know, this is uh, nothing new, really. It's been going on for decades. All right, Brian, um, let's leave it there for this morning. Brian out in Cape Town. Mike in Durban, good morning. Morning, Kathy. Yes. Kathy, uh, I was an electrical designer manufacturer. Right. A friend of mine from Interpol headquarters was out here about four years ago. He spent about two weeks with me. And he was telling me that they've reduced the theft and vandalization in Germany and Belgium by up to 85%. They designed a new circulation system for instrumentation and power alongside the railway uh, tracks. Installed it. I have copies of all the information in my possession. I've offered it to brother on many occasions over the radio. No one has ever contacted me. I don't want an idiot contacting me. I want a professional engineer, and I will provide them with copies of all this info. And what is the information, Mike? What what does it talk right, about? It's all the designs of the equipment they use on the railway lines in Germany and Belgium today. Okay. That's reduced theft and vandalism by no less than 85%. How's that? Do you know that, do you know that, do you know that Prada forgot to install toilets in the passenger trains here in Durban? People are traveling on passenger trains without toilets. There's no passenger train service between here and Port Shepson anymore. It only goes as far as Pennington. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, that's part of of the result of 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 you know the mismanagement no, of that, that institution. Wanted wanted the passengers. All right, Mike. We're going to have to leave it there for this morning, Mike, but out in Durban. Let me go to Ntsikana in Durban as well. Ntsikana, good morning. Good morning, Ms. Mustazane. Yes. Um, you know, there's so much validity in what Brian is saying. Hello? Yes, Ntsikana, I'm listening to you. I'm saying there's so much validity to what Brian is, in what Brian is saying mm-hmm. that every time uh, Charlotte Macari Hospital is banned, you ask the question, who benefits? <laughs> but um, why I'm phoning... Um, is to respond to, 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 to your panelists. But please allow me to touch on the, this land issue that you, 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 you discussed earlier, and I wish to ask you... Ntikana, I, I, I don't have much time left for this conversation, so I'm going to ask you to go straight to the issue you want to raise. Um, there's a book, uh, I forgot the author, it, it's titled Fish Rots from the Head. That book describes perfectly all that uh, your panelists are talking about mm. and you need to look at the people who were sent to parliament the caliber of people all of a sudden parliament was filled with people who, who did not know what they were doing all the, the people that your panelists are describing the portfolio committee members and you look at people like faith Motandi. You, you ask yourself 
are these people capable of being ministers? And this, this is all that happened. Go back to the fight Popo Mulefe had with, 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 with his minister at, at the time. I, I like the fact that Trevor Manuel, earlier in the program, earlier on, mentioned Sisa Gutierrez. Those are the people who are central to the destruction of Prasa, Ms. Mulefe. All right. Nzikana in Durban, thanks for calling in. We're going to have to leave it there. Unfortunately, I'm completely out of time for this conversation. Of course, earlier you also heard from Dr. Mateta Mugonyama, who is with the CSIR, and Mesela Ntlapo, who is with the African Rail Industry Association.